There's uh, Metallica and Enter Sandman, of course, at 7.44 on a Tuesday morning. It's the 20th day of September today. Uh, around every uh, dinner table conversation that I've had in the last, I would say, year, uh, the first thing that everybody talks about is usually the weather at dinner, and mm-hmm. then it moves right to traffic. And everybody has a traffic story about to one road or another mm-hmm. or route that they take. And apparently it's going to get worse. Last week, there was a column in the Gazette uh, by Rick Lechner, who spent many, many years watching traffic uh, in the air and uh, with Transport Quebec. And he suggested ways to mitigate Montreal's traffic chaos. And I have Rick on the line this morning. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Terry. These must be very long dinners because there's so much to talk about. It is, and you know what? Every every dinner party or every restaurant I've been to, you know, when everybody makes small talk, it always seems to turn to traffic uh, because everybody's got a different nightmare. And you, uh, let, Let's start with the change that's coming. Rick, it's going to get worse in a couple of weeks, huh? Well, November, it'll get a lot more difficult. I would say early to mid-November, and I'll probably have a more specific date tomorrow uh, because they're closing two of the four lanes on the uh, downtown Ville-Marie eastbound from Turcotte Interchange over to Atwater. So when you take half the capacity away right at the start of an expressway like that or the main one, it's difficult. And this is at a time when, of course, downtown is, I mean, downtown's a shambles. It's yeah, a minefield. It really is. It, it, you know, you can't go along Sherbrooke. Dr. Penfield is, is closed half the time. The intersecting streets are bad. There's no, you know, Cote d'Anege is just a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Down most times to, to one lane in each direction. Uh, and there's more new work now in the city of Westmount on Sherbrooke. It just it just never ends. Never ends. Also, before I forget, uh, this weekend I'm quite certain they're closing Highway 20 in both directions. Oh my god! Uh, around the Ville Saint Pierre interchange for the entire weekend. Uh, there's work to start, probably in a week or so on Cote St. Luke Road at Bonavista, you know, as you head up the hill there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a major route for a lot of people trying what, to avoid everything what, else. So what, what are they get, What are they doing there, Rick? Uh, more of the same infrastructure, uh, you know, waterworks, electrical work. Uh, because people people have been using that as an alternative route. I see it every day because I live on that corner. That's right, and that I I what? fear will yeah. be mostly taken away. And and there aren't very many detours in that area. They're they're very very wow. circuitous there. So, wow. Uh, and let's address the um, uh, the Ville-Marie for a second. I, to me, I get the impression, so if you're coming along the 20 into town, uh, this is going to back up to Beaconsfield, isn't it? Uh, very likely. You know, that's going to be a big ouch, okay? Because that's going to hurt my hell. Of, of the new uh, Turcotte Interchange, and it's closing in November until the end of 2017. It's oh 450 days. God. So this is... Um, it, it will also affect, obviously, South Bandicarry, which is already bad because yeah. there's only one lane available coming off South Bandicarry onto the, the downtown Vilmarie. Because that whole thing is being rebuilt. You know, they're basically going to yeah. reconfigure it, lower the Vilmarie Expressway. By the way, it's going to be called the 136. So 720 what? will just be a distant nightmare. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Let, let me ask you a couple of questions, Rick. There are two things that, that drive me nuts. One is the random appearance of cranes that just pop up next <laughs> to buildings and block lanes on X, you know, on on detour routes, uh, with seemingly no warning or I don't think maybe a permit even. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. And this is this is a huge pet peeve of not just mine but everyone else. And you know, I so I looked into this because it's it's like it's constant. Yeah. So you've got all this road work going on, and then you've got someone with or without a permit, sometimes without setting up uh, this, let's say, private work. Um, so 
sometimes they have a permit, but the permit is always given by the borough, and the borough is not necessarily in communication with what we call la ville sans, so there's this lack of coordination. But you know that in New York City, the New York City Department of Transportation last year, and I mentioned this on the column that I wrote last week, gave out 60,000 infractions for people doing just that. Wow. We don't give out one here, because, and this is one of the things that I mentioned in my column, we need whether they're the, the greed onions or whoever, to monitor this, right. to enforce this. Can you imagine the revenue that could be generated? I mean, it just as well as the pain that could be eliminated. So this is something that, you know, that really is lacking here, and there's just too much what I call freelancing of exactly what you're referring to. Yeah, because, I mean, along with all the road construction, there's been massive construction of condos, and that usually means a crane has got to go up. And uh, they seemingly appear at random, and they block off traffic with no permission, it looks and like. And they do me. it during rush hour. And they then do they it during, yeah. They start at yes. 7 in the morning or 6.30 in the yeah. morning, and ready on sidewalk. Let me ask you also about enforcement. You know, you talk about the uh, to carry southbound. Uh, there is, it's been a while now. There's been, there's a clear marking and a solid line you're not supposed to cross to cut in to get to the uh, access to the Ville Marie. Where's the enforcement on that? That's a good question, and I, and I, you know, the, the, the issue is that there's just so much going on that I suspect they just yeah. don't have, uh, that's, that's SQ, that's certainly yeah. Quebec, so, you know, if they, you know, someone argue, well, if they put a car at, at that point there, that's just going to slow it down even further. I don't think it can slow it down any further. No. Than <laughs> I think a lot of it is being slowed down because a lot of people wait till the last minute and cut in. Yeah, mm. I, I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of confusion. Look, the signage here is, as we know, not what it should be. Mind you, the individual taking that route every day should should know where they're going. Right. Um, the other thing that I do want to point out, and I've, I've said this many times, Terry, people really need to take matters into their own hands and, and do their own bit. You know, like now, to me, Google traffic is, you know, a must. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether I'm going around the corner or whether I'm mm-hmm. heading up into the wrenches, I take a look at it, and it's, it's pretty accurate. It's much better than Mobility Montreal, unfortunately. I've got another one of my committee meetings tomorrow, and I've already made it clear to them that I don't think our, when I say our apps, Quebec saint and Mobility Montreal, are as good. Like, I'm looking at my, my desktop computer right now as I sit here, and it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it's try, try to navigate that on, a, on an iPhone or something, and it's very, very difficult to... to well, the, the other thing... Sorry to interrupt, Rick. The other thing that drives me crazy is when Quebec Transport issues a bulletin about upcoming closures, I stand here in the control room with Heather and Esteban, and we look at the map that they're providing, and we can't make no. head nor tails of it. No we idea. can't figure out why, where they want us to go. Mm-hmm. They're, well, is, they're not is, clear. No, and that, this is a big problem. Plus, the signage on the roads is lacking. You know, those what we call the PMV, those panneaux message variables. Those were those big electronic signs, the boards that yeah. you yeah. over the expressway. Yeah. In every other major urban area, this is done through <laughs> technology. Here, right. it's done by someone sitting in front of cameras and... Yeah. and, and Putting information there. Sometimes it's right, but sometimes yeah. it's wrong. Well, I, I don't know how many times I've looked up and saw circulation fluid and dr- driven right into a traffic jam. But what, what, really <laughs> bothers, what really bothers me is that we knew this was coming Yeah, quite a while ago. Major work plus these three major projects. And it's just been, okay, we're going to keep going. I mean, fix the signs, add to the signs, add to the technology, you know, do more things to prepare for what we're now in. We still have another two and a half to three years for this, so right. of this, so it's not completely too late. But the pace of change here is a pinib. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand. Like you pointed out in your column, there doesn't seem to be any cooperation between the boroughs either. No, everybody's worried about their own place, their own neighborhood, and it's really affected the whole population. As you say, people talk about this incessantly. And right. we saw a couple of surveys a couple of weeks ago, human HR people saying, you know, people are just fed up. Yeah. And I don't want to come to work in downtown Montreal or no. anywhere near this Mm-mm. area. It's it, it definitely is taking a toll. Can you bring something up at the meeting for me? I certainly will. <laughs> can you see if you can get them to write a $1,000 ticket for blocking the box? Oh, yeah. That's that's something that isn't that frustrating. I mean, that's that drives me out of my mind. Everybody thinks, well, you know, I'll it's okay. I'll just take the yellow here and I'll block the intersection, and that just that's makes things. Have you been downtown lately? No. Well, I will not take my car downtown. Well, I don't think very, my good. My, I'm, you know, because I'm lucky enough. I live in close proximity to the metro. I when whenever there's anything downtown, I, I I haven't had my car downtown in over a year. Well, you're you're that's the way to go. Yeah, that's absolutely. But the point I was going to, first of all, coming downtown by car is, yeah. is no go. Yeah, but you've got police officers almost at every intersection on the lights, so they're doing it manually. But and I, I live and work downtown, Terry, and I have yet to see a cop go out in the middle of the intersection and stop someone from blocking the box, right. or heaven forbid, give them a ticket. You yeah. talk about enforcement, we have a long road to tow to correct that situation. Well, listen, I always say, who the hell's at these meetings? You're going to be at one of them, so <laughs> see what you can do, Rick. <laughs> I, I'm known as the SD at these meetings, and I think you know what that stands for. Yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> hey, listen, um, we're going to call you every uh, every once in a while. I love I loved, loved talking to you. I love your overview on it, and I thought it was a great column that you had last week. It was terrific. Thank you so very much. We'll, we'll keep on trying. Okay, thank you, Rick Lechner. Have a great day. Okay, Bye. you too. Bye-bye. Rick Lechner is a uh, terrific broadcaster and now has his own company. He was uh, on the radio and in the air over the uh, streets of Montreal for over 30 years in the CJD helicopter and uh, got to know traffic so well that the uh, Transport Quebec people said, well, you know, we need to talk to you more, and that's how he's become associated with it. And like I said, he's one of the guys at those meetings. So hopefully he'll be able to affect some change.